Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast, episode 173, Insider's Edition. We have with us today me, Megan Rhodes, my sister, Allie Mancuso, and Kendra Nickel, our awesome other person who works for us behind the scenes, who is amazing. So get ready. You're going to hear a bunch of things about each of us and the inside workings of Powerhouse Pageantry. Enjoy. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by sisters, former Miss Nebraska's and a Miss Nebraska USA, and expert coaches, Ali Swanson-Mancuso and Megan Swanson-Rhodes. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life-changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high-achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, including elements both inside and what most consider traditionally as areas outside of pageantry. Allie and Megan coach high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you're not already part of our Powerhouse Club, join the fastest-growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes every single week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. Okay, so getting things started, uh, we are a fun bunch, and I'm excited for you guys to get to know more about Kendra today. Allie and I too, of course, but you guys hear from us literally every week. So we're going to put Kendra in the hot seat for some things. And Kendra, to get us started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you're passionate about, where you come from and all that good stuff. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me on today. It's very exciting to, uh, I almost feel like the Wizard of Oz, like I'm always behind the screen. And (laughs) so now I get to actually you know, be uh, forward-facing to all of our listeners. So I am uh, Omaha native, born and raised in Omaha, Nebraska, moved around quite a bit, ran away when I went to college, thought I was never, ever coming back. (laughs) And uh, 10 years later, here I am. So yeah, more like 12, time flies. So yeah, moved back to Omaha. It's very convenient to be in the powerhouse backyard still crazy to me that we grew up around the same time in the same city and never crossed paths. But yeah, that is where I'm at now. I am a currently single mom. I've been married, divorced. Uh, My little boy's four. He's in preschool now. And so I love having the opportunity to work part-time while he's in school and kind of pursue my passions. It's really been a a growing journey from being a stay-at-home mom to now a working mom and really finding out what skills and passions I love and enjoy. So I got certified as a life coach because I just love to help people so much and felt like I needed some more tools in in my uh, tool belt to be able to help people and equip people going through life because life is hard and we're all in it together. So awesome. What is one of the biggest lessons that you feel like you've learned in the last two years, would you say about your perspective on life, but also like who you are as a person? Oh goodness. The last two years has probably been the most exponential growth that I have had in my entire life. Um, every kind of season that you go through obviously has its own growth periods, but, um, like more than college, more than, yeah, I, (laughs) I don't know, even more than college, the last two years has been um, just the most exponential growth that I've ever had going through so much at once. Um, And of course, on top of a pandemic through all of it. So there's that too. But 
I think for me, it was just a, it was a big transitional stage. Um, and that's why with so much change comes a lot of learning. You have to learn about yourself, um, how you handle change, how you react to change, how you, um, how you dig deep to handle resilience when things don't go the way you thought they were going to go. And that process for me was realizing, Hey, maybe I don't want to be a stay at home mom forever. Maybe I don't want to be a homeschooling mom. Maybe I want my kid to go learn from other people. Maybe I want to pursue my own skills and passions. And, um, so a big part of that was realizing that motherhood is a part of my identity, but it's not all of my identity. And it's just so easy to get wrapped up in that. So that was probably one of the biggest takeaways for me in the last two years was realizing that, yeah, I'm a whole person, not just a mom. Um, but also if you choose momming full-time, like that's okay too. You know, like we're, we're just all built so different and um, there's no one right way to do anything. So. I love that. If you choose momming, I don't think I've ever heard momming before, <laughs> but I love it. I love it so much. I think the honestly, this is just bringing a little lighter note to this, but I think the hardest thing for people listening to this is going to be to figure out which one of us is Allie and which one of us is Megan, because I was always- just going to say that I was literally thinking <laughs> that as you were talking and I was like, we're screwed. Watch the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, literally. So if you're watching, I, this is Allie talking. It, it started with Megan and then I went to Kendra and now it's Allie, but, um, let us know if you actually can tell a difference between us because we've heard that feedback that we apparently sound the same. I think my voice is a little bit deeper than Megan's, but I don't know. Anyway, I think it's more of what we say. What, go ahead, Kendra. Well, yeah, I can tell definitely. the difference. That's good. I think it's more what we say. Like I'm so much, I'm, well, we're blunt in different ways that mm-hmm. like people can tell our lanes are so different of like our, you know, stories and just what we do that mm-hmm. hopefully people can tell, but we always make this joke. Like we literally had someone come for an end day, a one day intensive last year who did not know there was two people on the podcast. And then they spent half a day with us and they didn't know we were sisters. And I was like, we act exactly this. like our mannerisms are so alike. And we, yeah. you know, we spin like tops that just like get all riled up and we're together. So I'm like, I mean, maybe they just thought we were best friends or something. So, I don't know. or maybe, I mean, some people don't know that we're siblings because of the different last names now, but yeah, true. no, anyways, this podcast is not about us. It's about Kendra. So Kendra, <laughs> My question for you is please tell us, we're going to give you some pageant questions on here too. So I know you've never done a pageant. We'll get into that in a little bit, but you're going to fingers crossed because now that you're a part of powerhouse, but I want to know two truths and a lie. I want to see if Megan and I can figure out which one is the lie after working with you for months and months and months and months. I want to know, well, I, I hopefully am going to be right. So I'm going to give you a second to think through them. Two truths and a lie. And for everybody listening to this, see if you can tell what the lie is. Some of you guys have worked with Kendra. If you are a part of Powerhouse, you've probably done onboarding with her. She's amazing. You just heard a little snippet of her story, but hopefully I filibustered enough to give you an idea. Okay. Two two truths and a lie. Take it away, Kendra. All right. The hardest part for me is always coming up with a lie because that's, yeah, that's hard for me. I should never play poker. Is that the lie? <laughs> Who knows? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just playing with you. It's fine. All right. So I wore a back brace for six years. 
I have broken three bones in my lifetime. And I got proposed to by a cowboy who knew me for 24 hours. I know which one's a lie. I know which one's a lie. Mostly by body language, not by actually. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Allie, hold up, hold up your finger on the count of three. What you think it is? One, two, or three. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Wait, wait. Are we right? right? Are we right? You're right. And unfortunately, yeah! only the only the people watching YouTube will know that. Okay, so, <laughs> so for, everybody, for everybody watching on YouTube, well, you just saw that. For everybody listening on the podcast, Megan and I held up, which number do you think? If your answer was two, you are correct. Megan and I both got it right. Tell that us the cowboy better. story. Yeah, tell us I've, the cowboy story, though. That's an open yeah. loop we have to close. Yeah, um, I've never broken a bone, so there you go. I really think that I need to write this into a book. I think it should be a Hallmark channel. Absolutely. Maybe. I have connections. So, <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Maybe I don't want to give the whole thing away. Nobody steal my story. Just kidding. It's true. You can't steal it. It actually happened. Um, but yeah, small little town in uh, South Dakota. I got to ride a extended family member's horse in a parade and I was not very familiar with riding horses out open in the wilds on farms. <laughs> so one of the ranch hands was like assigned to help me and stay with me. And he just got very comfortable with me very quickly and was much older than I as well. Um, but he kept talking about like, oh, would you like to come stay with me? I have a paint horse for you. I'll teach you how to lasso. Like it was just all sorts of like And my little, I was 18. My little 18 year old self was like, oh, this is adorable. You have no idea that I'm going to New York city for school. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I thought I was saying goodbye after like a day of knowing him and meeting him. And he literally pulled out a ring out of his pocket and was like, please come back to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. No, (laughs) it was, yeah, it was unfortunate but you're like remembering his name at this point and he's like but will you take my last name and you're like you You know I don't think he ever even told me his last name like blessing he's I hope he found somebody (laughs) wow we need a follow-up call your family yeah maybe he was like you know we don't have any people around here I need to get what I can get how long are you looking for somebody (laughs) so there's a show on hulu it is cringy it's called the fama needs a wife and it's from australia and (laughs) ali you watched this i think i told you about it i got through like four episodes and i yes 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 did you watch all of it yes yeah i cannot believe we've never talked about this megan and i talk about shows all the time because we watch the same thing same thing with hallmark channel it is it's wow it is wow that's so cringy But my point in that is that they literally like they they have these what four farmers in the end and it's so hard to find women because they live, you know, 200 miles from a single human being and um, they bring these women through like the bachelor process. But what happens is they start dropping like flies because these guys live in the middle of nowhere and a lot of times these women have to uproot from their families, you know, and all that. And I have some friends in um, northern Nebraska like, you know, way up there in the boonies. And, uh, one, one, one person that I know literally married, a 
rancher with just tons of land. And after a couple of years, she was like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm like, well, what did you think you were signing up for? Where like literally you're driving 45 minutes to a grocery store. I'm like, Lord have mercy. That's just not the life for me. That is not the life for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which my next question. Me? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, which brings me to my next question, but Megan, go for it. No, you're cool. I, I wrote down a word to remember my question. You're good. A word to remember your question. I was just going to ask you what your favorite TV show was, Kendra, because we're talking about TV shows. Lord, there's been so many. Um, the first ones that come to mind are New Girl, Parks and Rec. Amen. Great choices. The Office. Yes. Amen. Yeah, those are top of mind. Acceptable. I can tell a lot about a person by what they watch. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a while. It's been many years since I've like actually watched through a whole series. Yeah. That's like how Lynn and I wind down every night. I was never like really a TV person, but now we work so hard during the day and then there's usually like still stuff to do at night. So we'll make dinner and then we like have to put on something mindless. Cause I just need to like not think. Um, so we, we've gone through the office twice now and parks and rec once since we've known each other which is quite a bit but it's like passively you know while you're cooking and stuff like that so yeah. okay my next question is um a lot of people don't know and we didn't know this when we hired you that you actually have a lot of skills in branding and social media and things of that nature so why don't you talk a little bit more about like what you do at powerhouse and how your role has changed or expanded and then i'd love to also have you tell the audience and this is not so that you can like toot our horn or anything just like genuinely I think people are curious like what goes on you know um so I'd love for you to just say a little bit about like um what has surprised you what initially like attracted you to working for powerhouse because obviously you're a very capable person who can work for a lot of different things so yeah what drew you to this brand um how has your role expanded and kind of what what do you work on on a week-to-week basis yeah that's a great question Let's see. I was, I applied slash interviewed for like the executive assistant role. And I think at the time you had posted like two different job descriptions. And I was kind of like, I don't know which one to apply for because I can kind of do both. Um, That's just something about me that like, I am a Renaissance woman. Like I am the jack of all trades, like feels like I'm not an expert in any one thing, but I'm I, I try to remind myself that my strength is in connecting the dots and like filling in gaps. Um, and so, yeah, that has taken the form of kind of client success in, in some ways, um, handling emails and messages and making sure everybody's, you know, on track and getting, um, getting on their onboarding call and making sure that everybody has a smooth process. I mean, that's all of us a little bit, but I, I enjoy the client process. Um, I handle a lot of the the hidden stuff that people don't see, spreadsheets and organization. And um, yeah, I didn't really expect to do so much branding work when I jumped on with you guys, but I think that's just one of my, like, I don't know that I would say hobby. I did get my degree in media, culture, and the arts with a business minor. However, I it, most of it is self-taught as far as branding and, and marketing and I mean, I've taken courses and had mentors and coaches and things along the way, but a lot of that is just learning through experience and, and seeing what people love and, um, and what works. And so 
it was sort of <laughs> it was sort of funny jumping in and then seeing some graphics and I'm just like can I fix it for you please <laughs> I love you so much will you let me do it <laughs> but I think I also think like that's the beauty of you know a team and and knowing your strengths and knowing your roles and we've talked about many times that Megan is really good at at being the visionary and and moving things forward and on that higher level and so that's where I'm like you know what if I can do this for you like that takes that off your plate and frees your energy up to do other things that you are the best at and so um so yeah I just appreciate so much like your guys's willingness as as coworkers and as human beings to be like, you know what, you're really good at this, like run with it. Um, and just being willing to say, where are your skills? Let's, let's best utilize them how we can. And so I love the flexibility of that, um, in, in who you are as people and as a company and as a brand. So that's, that's been a really cool, um, growing experience to be like, Hey, this is something I can do. This is something that comes more natural. Um, yeah. I love that. She's, she's also humble, like very humble because she literally redid our entire company. So like she, we were like, Hey, oh, yeah. I built the website. Are good. You want to like change our logo? Okay. Do you want to like do an entire website for, that takes three months, you know? So go look at powerhousefoundantry.com because it ain't what it used to be. And uh, we're very proud of it because Kendra worked her butt off, like literally mm-hmm. probably half of her hours for couple months. So yeah, really yeah. I was like, Oh, I can do it in 10 hours. That's, that is my toxic trade is thinking things will be much faster than they are. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah. Websites are a doozy. Let me tell you, that was a huge blessing. And just knowing that your brand is represented in the way that <clears throat> it should be. And like, like Kendra mm-hmm. said, just having somebody that you can pass things off to, which is also what I do with Allie on a day-to-day basis. Um, and then now Kendra has been able to take quite a bit off Allie's plate too, in the day-to-day so she can sit in more of the, you know, manager role of a lot of that, which is awesome. And, um, our clients are happy at the end of the day, which is what matters, you know? So awesome. Yeah. Kendra, I have your next question. I think a lot of people would be interested to know this. Obviously we are in the realm of pageantry and I alluded to this before, but you have, you had not done a pageant before working here and pageantry was a new space for you. You had all these wonderful skills and we'll continue to dive into what, you know, those skills are, um, either on this call or maybe another one, or if you guys join powerhouse in some capacity, you're going to meet Kendra and then you can just ask her her yourself because she's amazing. But I would love for you to just talk through maybe what you thought this would be working in the realm of pageantry. And maybe some of the things that you learned about our clients or about pageant culture, or just some of those aha moments that you're like, wow, this is not what I thought in just talking through that transformation. Yeah, absolutely. I will fully admit, I think when, yeah, when I applied with you guys, I was like, I know nothing about pageants. Like that is totally not anything I've ever looked into um, nothing I've known anything about, but I have these skills. And so I was willing to jump in and learn. And yeah, I will fully admit that I probably had a lot of the misconceptions that you often hear about pageantry that, um, that it objectifies women and that it's all about, you know, just looking pretty and, and really sort of shallow stuff. And that was probably my 
biggest shift was and and happened very quickly just honestly within a zoom call of interviewing with you guys like before i even started work i was blown away with how much i aligned with your heart for change your heart for personal development for empowering women for um for yeah making the world a better place with with what individuals can do with their skills and so I was like, wow, like this is goes so much deeper. Like this is far more than I ever thought it was. And so that's been really exciting for me to be like, oh my gosh, like this is about like the person you become. It's not just about slapping on some makeup and, and eyelashes, you know, <laughs> like, well, those are great, but, <laughs> but I, yeah, that's just been the biggest like joy and delight for me is to see. Um, the real change that happens as people go through the pageant process and, and how, and even for yourselves in your own stories, gosh, like how it equipped you for the rest of life, you know, like it's, it's just a beautiful thing to witness and, and see. So that's where I'm kind of like, wow, this pageant stuff is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, fortunately or unfortunately that happens a lot. And it, you know, um, I was just laughing with my husband Landon this morning because we were talking about some of the stupid things that people have said to Allie and I, um, being in this industry. And, um, actually one thing that I will not reveal on this podcast, cause it's a secret for later, but I'll tell you guys offline is that, um, based off of one of those things, which Allie, you can probably remember this, the really stupid thing that a guy said when he popped his head into our mastermind and we're literally coaching people. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So actually the Lord told me that that's supposed to be a book title in the future, uh, talking about like women's empowerment and stuff. So I was like, I told Landon, he was like, that's amazing. So, but it is very interesting, um, how, there's these stereotypes. And then also there's like the other half of that where people think that like, I'm the, you know, we're like these victimized people just because we're women and like, oh, how hard that must be. And, you know, all these different things. I'm like, no, I don't really think about it. Like I just kind of do my thing, <laughs> you know? Um, and so anyways, that's been kind of an interesting revelation, even just to see over the years of running a business and how people perceive it kind of on both ends of the spectrum. So anyways, Ali, you had the next question and then, um, maybe one or two more and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I just thought of one more just to kind of elaborate a little bit more on what Kendra was saying. I think a lot of times in our space, this is something the three of us have talked about a lot that it's hard for people to see the behind the scenes, the spreadsheets, the, the graphic making the hours that it takes to run something like this. And in our space specifically, they just think, Oh, I have a coaching call. I'm only taking 30 minutes of her time, an hour of her time. And that's it. And they don't see the behind the scenes, the effort of the follow-up, the follow-through, the, the product development, the research, the, all of those things. Um, so I was just wondering, Kendra, if you had any thoughts on that as somebody who is new to the space and really works in that behind the seats scenes role a lot, if you could just speak to that, or if you had any thoughts to share. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been um, yeah, because while I am familiar with the life coaching space, I see how much, um, how, how many specific things go into pageant coaching and not fully, like not even not fully, I had no idea how much went into it. Um, and when you talk about 
a person's transformation and like completely changing their identity, like there's just no limit on how much can go into that really. And so it's, it's been really interesting for me to, to, yeah, have that behind the scenes look of like, you're not just always, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, perfecting your walk, your smile, your interview, like that's a lot of it, but there's also a lot that's, here's how, who you are as a human. And like, here's what is going to translate on the stage. And here's, what's going to translate through your paperwork and through your interview. And, and even the bigger picture too, of great after the title, what does that look like? Like, what is, what do you do with that? And so to see all of that run as a company, as a business, like there's a lot. And to see the hours that you guys put into um, a course and into coaching, like it honestly just blows my mind. I'm like, I would not want to do that many coaching calls a day. So <laughs> like yesterday are, when I wanted yeah. to cry, <laughs> you all were, yeah. you all were capes. I'm convinced. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Just to give you guys a glimpse, Allie literally texted me yesterday. She goes, just making you aware. I don't know why this is my interpretation of Allie's voice. Just making you aware that um, next week you have like a lot of strategy calls. So I'm putting you on probation and you're not doing anything else. <laughs> I was like, thanks mom. But like, we all need each other in that way. Honestly, you know, we have daily check-ins and, you know, we're always checking in of not just what you're doing, but how you're doing. Because I think specifically in a female owned and female ran company, we are different than men and in a beautiful way, right? A distinct way. And that's not a weakness, it's a strength. And one thing that um, I know Allie and I are very passionate about in the future too, is just even in our business consulting and other executive coaching things that we want to do is helping women lean into that, you know, which is such an extension of the, the tools that people people receive and they learn, um, and the skill set that they receive and learn and build, um, working with us at powerhouse pageantry to where if they go into powerhouse collective one day, you know, or whatever else they want to do, that's our, that's our business coaching course and, and, um, group that, um, they have a great foundation for a lot of those things where then they can actually achieve those entrepreneurial results very quickly. Um, but what I mean by that specifically is like, even from a sales standpoint, right? If you put me as a closer next to somebody else, or you put Allie on a coaching call or Kendra on a coaching call next to somebody else, obviously we all have different personalities, but there's also a distinct, like beautiful difference that females can bring to the table in terms of our ability to relate and to nurture and to just make people feel at home in a way that I think is our superpower. And so as a coach, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about that in every way that that matters, right? Well, how can I apply that to my relationship to be more loving to my husband and make sure that like, knowing that even if I don't want to do the dishes right now, like the dishes being done is going to make him do something later that blesses me taking the trash out or saying, I love you, you know, or doing whatever, because it's ingrained in them to want to have a nice home to come home to. Right. And what's crazy is like, I had to, I know I'm getting on a tangent, but like, um, I had to learn that even from a women's empowerment standpoint, because I'm like, oh, I'm the strong, bold Enneagram eight. I'm never going to be this, you know, submissive wife and all these things. Um, but what's crazy is as I've gotten healthier, I've changed to want to serve people in a different capacity. And even as a coach, I lean into that of like, you know, what part of my femininity, what part of what I can give, um, 
can I give to somebody else in that moment, even from a client perspective or from a fulfillment perspective, right? There's this like amazing supernatural, like feminine energy that as we think of the client process, I just think that God's hardwired us to think about those things. Um, not just like logistically, but which is super important as we've all talked about, you know, we want things to work. We want clients to be happy, right? All of that. But then we also have like this extra oomph on top of it, where I feel like there's this love component that like, yeah, I want people to feel loved even by a text message or even by like a page on a funnel. And it's fun to be able to like have bright pink and black on all of our stuff, you know? And, um, so it's just, I want you guys even listening just to know that like our intentionality from a perspective and high and at powerhouse, um, we think about all those things. We think about our clients 24 seven, um, and how we can serve you because we've gotten these results in our own life and we want to be able to pass them off to you. Allie, you want to close this out? Sure, I can. <laughs> Let's do, you guys know- yeah, last minute rapid fire fun questions, you said? Okay. Everybody listening to this podcast knows me that I could ramble for three hours on the notes that I take for podcasts, but we're not going to do that because I have accountability today. So Kendra, fun questions to end. Rapid fire. Who would win in a fight, a gorilla or a lion and why Mm. probably a gorilla i think they might be bigger yeah they got teeth they got teeth and more like agility i think i think actually the thing is gorilla or bear i think i just messed (laughs) it up i think it's gorilla (laughs) and bear okay would that change your answer gorilla or bear Mm -hmm. i don't know bears are pretty ferocious i lived in montana for a while I never saw any, but I learned a lot about them because I was terrified. Also, like rhinos or hippos are actually like the deadliest animal. It's yes. one of the two. Is it hippos? Hippos. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's hippos. I think they're like hippos. the meanest and deadliest. Yeah. 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 They're actually like the king of the jungle. You learn, you learn crazy things from watching Animal Planet. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather vacation beach or mountains? Mountains. Why? Oh, I love the like... Okay, as an Enneagram 9, I prioritize coziness above all things. Give me a blanket and a cup of coffee in the mountains any day. You take me to the beach, I'm like, oh, I have sand on me. I'm messy. That's hilarious. (laughs) I am am my 9 wing from the hours of 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. There you go. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Let's see. Salty or sweet? Mm. I enjoy both, but I definitely have a sweet tooth. Need to work mm. on that. <laughs> yeah. It's a strength, not a weakness. There you it's go. A strength, well, not a weakness. I'll keep telling myself that. That's what I tell myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Okay, chocolate or vanilla? Mm. I think chocolate in general. If it's like a cookie, give me give me sugar cookie, vanilla goodness mm. all day long <laughs> mm. all right Ooh, i have more. a question i have okay. a question go for it um city boys or country boys oh <laughs> i i've yeah i've always leaned towards the country boys she likes a man in uniform let me tell you <laughs> well that too <laughs> she she may yeah. or may not be be dating somebody in the military that's why i said that <laughs> hilarious 
Love it. Um, new car or new house? Hmm. Paid I for. Would say, yeah, I would say house. That's where I spend more time. Value. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> I mean, of I would say like of similar value, probably. So like you, you want a sixty thousand like, dollar house, a hundred thousand dollar car. I don't love driving. Like, like, I don't want a hundred thousand dollar house in this market. That's a shack. That's true. I mean, that's yeah. true. That'd get you. So a, I guess back, equal value would be shack. equal value would be. Can I give you a hundred thousand dollar car or a hundred thousand dollars to put towards a house? Would probably be the equal. Oh, yeah. oh that's a good way. I would prioritize house over car right now at this stage in my life. Like I'm not driving a ton and I don't want to. Amen. So. We don't leave our houses, ladies. Once yeah. a month. We're like, should we like, should we see each other? <laughs> we should play the, uh, we should play the fifth harmony work from home song. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We just need two more girls and we can make a music video. <laughs> yeah. Fab That'd five. So funny. All right, that's that's oh, all I've got. Top of that's all I got. I'm that's tired. Perfect. Yeah, Kendra, do you have anything that's for perfect. Megan tonight? Or are we good? Uh, I'll ask one quick question. I guess this is for your for your business people. Um, as you scale to hire an employee like me, what's been the the challenges or the or the pros pros and cons? Megan. Well, we are semi-actively hiring two more people. Um, We're hiring two VAs, which we're very excited about. That means virtual assistant. So the challenges are um, when you hire people in the U.S., um, you know, challenges are, I would just say any, any normal challenge when you're adding somebody new to the ecosystem, it can either royally screw up the ecosystem or when you hire somebody, it should feel like momentary slowing down so that you can speed up at least three times. So, um, that's something that we look for. And even in future hires, um, one thing that I've learned over the years is that when you're hiring, you want to hire from a position of, and it depends obviously on the role, like where in the hierarchy of your org chart, but the higher of a role that you hire for, the more that when you're interviewing, you're actually saying, okay, you tell me what you would do to fix my company. What questions do you you need to ask me of how you would operate us at a higher level or make us more money or find more margin, you know, whatever. So, that's really a journey I've been going on right now. We're going to be automating and hiring out um, tech, video editing, and automation next, which we're excited about, and then hiring more setters and closers um, so that I can really actually be the CEO, which we're getting closer and closer to. Um, and we're kind of on a, I'd say, rhythm of like every three months looking for like another, the next layer of things that we can uplevel people like you and like Allie, right? Um, even with one virtual assistant, there's a lot that we could take off of your plate, right? So that you, you're freed up to do more higher level thinking tasks, which is great. So that's really my philosophy. The hard thing about that is one wrong person. Um, you want to be slow to hire and quick to fire. So you'll know within the first 30 days, whether somebody is an asset or a liability to your company, and you have to have the metrics in place and the safeguards in place and the company culture to be able to, um, weed those people out. And what's good about good company culture is that when you're running at the right speed, normally those people just run themselves out of the business because they're like, I can't keep up or this isn't what I signed up for. And they're normally really unhappy. But one thing that leaders do wrong that Ali and I have learned is that with, with people that you love that aren't capable, sometimes you slow down your vision in order to run at their speed rather than saying, here's the speed you need to speed up. I love you. These are the standards, right? 
Um, and so that's so hard as a leader. <laughs> um, but that's something that I just heard my mentor say like last month. And I was like, oh, like, because I, I, you know, we're so new at this. I'm like, I'm like, well, I just have had great people. So I, don't, I haven't had these disasters yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I'm so glad that we waited a long time until Allie and I were literally bursting at the seams and we were like, oh my gosh, we need help. SOS. So, oh, one more thing. Don't hire so that people can, um, take care of fires, fix the fire first and know why it's on fire, then hire somebody or else it's just going to be terrible. And that's terrible leadership otherwise. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. Allie, did I miss anything? Otherwise, no. uh, I feel like we're good. We'll anything? sing ourselves Anybody out. Right. Kendra Can sings too, by the way. It's another thing we have in common. Kendra sings. We we all sing on worship Yay, team. Yay, worship team. Great. Music video coming soon. So <laughs> Christmas special. Oh Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, thank you everybody for listening or watching to episode 173, the Powerhouse Insiders edition of our podcast. If you want to see or hear more of Kendra, please let us know. DM us on Instagram. Tell us what topics you like in our podcast. If there's a topic that we have not taught on that you're like, hey, please do a podcast on this. Or a person that you want us to bring on an interview that even yeah. you have. Yeah. DM yeah, us. Or just join, join our academy. Join our club. If you can find somebody more fun than us, I challenge you um, to a duel, but I don't think you're going to find anyone. So, amen. That's all I got. Well, that's all we got. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already. And click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people and we'd love to meet you. And we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. We're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.